Welcome to episode 113 of the Binge Boys podcast. I'm here with Pearson, my trusty companion. I like the way that sounds. <laughs> um, we got a pretty awesome epi today. We are going to um, talk in full about our thoughts about the Michael Jordan documentary series. Um, we will talk about a bunch of stuff that we have miscellaneously watched over the past couple of days. We'll talk about um, Amazon's quest in acquiring AMC theaters and some a story that broke today that I just added to the rundown literally about 45 seconds ago. Uh, the Barstool feud with the Call Her Daddy girls. Dave Portnoy spoke up about it, and uh, and it's juicy. It's really juicy. So um, I've got the whole transcript pretty much right here in front of me, and we're going to get right into that. So um, Benji, uh, oh, and Benji is going to join us later with some special guests. Uh, you won't want to miss that. It's going to be really fun, really exciting. So, uh, I mean, he's not here, but he might as well drop that beat for us so we can get started, right? One would think that it's the polite thing to do is to drop the beat. Oh, there it is. Wow. How kind. Not sponsored by Barb's. Wow. Thanks, Ben. See you in a few minutes. Pearson, what's up? What's, what's up, going on? Same old shit, man. <laughs> Same here. Same old shit. Cheez-Its. Eating some Cheez-Its. I mean, some popcorn. Popcorn for dinner tonight. Nice, man. That's well balanced. Sometimes it's the mood. It, yes. it is a mood and the move sometimes. Especially in these uncertain times. Yeah. What's up with you? Not much, man. Just looked out my window 20 minutes ago. It was pouring, and now it is not pouring. It was a rain all day, and it held off until uh, like an hour ago. Yeah. Looked like it was going to hardcore storm, but I guess we got rain for 20 minutes. But yeah. Whatever. My truck does not even look like water in it. That's funny. Well, let's get right into it. We got a packed show. Let's get right into some uh, quick little news stories. The New Mutants got its fifth release date. Is it really its fifth? Uh, it was, let's see what this article says from inverse.com. The New Mutants was finally set to come to theaters on April 2nd, but with the coronavirus closing theaters, Disney pulled the film from its uh, release date with no release in sight until now. Uh, the film was originally supposed to come out in early 2018, but due to reshoots, script changes, and now the coronavirus, the film has been delayed. I don't know, it doesn't save you amount of time, but it's literally four or five times that this movie has been delayed. Really? Um, what website is that? Uh, inverse.com, the new, official, hopefully final, 
Release date for the New Mutants is August 28th, 2020. Hopefully the movie theaters will be back open. We've heard about a lot of businesses over the course, over the country starting to reopen, but we have not heard a peep out of movie theaters. So we will see how long uh, it takes for um, for that to go down. Um, Disney believes that a theatrical release is the best way to experience the new mutants, at least for the first time. So Disney Plus uh, is option number two, it seems like. If for some reason August doesn't work out, there is a high chance that Disney will release this thing on Disney Plus slash Hulu slash whatever. Yeah, and I really hope it works out. Yeah, I mean, I really hope it works out. I've wanted it to be in my life, man. I really could just... I remember when the trailer came out for this movie, like the first trailer, way back when, when it looked like a legit, like... I know the new trailer still kind of has a horror vibe, but this, like, but the first, do you remember the first trailer? It yeah, was I was like, excited. I was super pumped when the first trailer came out. The first trailer was like, this is a horror movie yeah. type, type shit. Um, but they reshot it because of the Disney Fox merger. You know, yeah. all of this shit delayed this movie almost two whole years. Um, and we're going to finally, hopefully, get it this fall. Um, I just think it's funny that this movie has. And will not see the light of day until August 28th, hopefully. Um, Keeping it on the Marvel train, uh, Marvel currently has no plans to make Deadpool 3. Which was kind of surprising to me because I thought that they were like already in some form of uh, writing it. Let's see. In an article from Screen Rant... Rob Liefeld, the creator of Deadpool, um, he believes Marvel is not working on the third installment of Deadpool. Uh, it could be due to the worldwide pandemic, which shut down movie projects. However, Rob thinks that there's more to the story. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Essentially, uh, he thinks Marvel will be shelving it for a while. Um possibly to the next phase just because they're not sure if it's it's BS. Like they're not sure that people are going to like, I think Disney's just scared about having its MCU be successful for kids. Yeah. And then having introducing Deadpool, Deadpool, which they've said already that they're going to keep R rated. Yeah. Which which is a win, but like if you're not gonna say they're gonna keep our raid and then just never release it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But technically we weren't we weren't lying. If it ever comes out, it'll be R rated. So yeah, I mean I'd I'd like to see a Deadpool three. I wasn't the hugest fan of Deadpool two, but Deadpool one is still awesome. Yeah, Deadpool one's awesome. I honestly I don't know if I think I could do without a Deadpool three to be honest with you. Because I'm scared that they're gonna ruin it. With three, I, like it was borderline in two. Like, there was yeah. a lot of reused shit and just same old shit and in two. So I don't know, man. Like I was cool with just having one, just a, a, a one-off, you know, movie with him, and instead of trying to make like something out of it and you know just cash in what you got and then check out. I feel like three, they might ruin it. Honestly, I would be okay if they did it the right way 
yeah. you know, this is picturing in like a perfect world scenario, they nailed the third one and then cut it off in a trilogy. Yeah. Like they did with like Iron Man. Like Iron Man got three movies and that was it. Like I feel like I feel like Mickey Mouse is gonna over Mickey Mouse it and they're not it's gonna be it's gonna be screwed up because they're gonna try to make too many people happy. Um I hope you're I hope you're wrong. I dude, me too. Me too. I'm wrong a lot. So hopefully that continues. <laughs> It'd be cool if I've heard I heard a rumor way back after Stan Lee passed about like what if Ryan Reynolds instead of not getting a Deadpool three was just the new cameo in every Marvel I did, movie. I did see that, which actually that wouldn't be too bad, I guess. No, I would not be upset because he's funny enough, you know. Yeah, like, and he's a character that hasn't been introduced yet, so like. Like a lot of people were like, oh, just make like Iron, like just make Robert Downey Jr. playing random characters. That would be funny. He he's he was too big of a role to be. Yeah, it wouldn't do anything for me. Redone. It'd be different if like Josh Brolin like came in and was like playing like a barista because like it's not like Josh Brolin like was like really there because he was CG. Yeah. I mean, it'd be funny if Josh Brolin popped up as like a, a bartender or something. It'd be like, oh my god, it's fucking Thanos. But uh, yeah, that's our Deadpool, Deadpool three news. Um, again, keeping it on the movie train. Amazon is interested in buying AMC theaters. Uh, shares of AMC uh, last Monday skyrocketed fifty six percent to a whopping six dollars and forty one cents. A share. Uh, after a rumor came out that Amazon is in talks. Oh, I didn't know they were in talks. I thought this was just a rumor. Amazon is in the talks with the movie chain for a potential takeover. What would that look like? Amazon theaters. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't think they will change the name, honestly. This is a list of, well, this is actually a list of what would this look like? <clears throat> Right, Ticket well, prices would drop. Okay. Movie memberships become an Amazon Prime perk, similar to AMC's A-list stubs program. Having an Amazon Prime account. Okay. Would would just it would just be an included like Amazon with Amazon Prime, you get yeah. Amazon video for free. Like as an like for free, you know, um, they would just include this movie perk thing as another perk of having Amazon Prime, which don't hate. I mean, because pretty much everybody on the planet has Amazon Prime as it is. Yeah. Um, Amazon. Uh, oh, um, Amazon original movies would get a theater showcase. I don't know if there's any Amazon movies off the top of my head that like I would have been like, damn, I should have yeah. seen that theater. But I think we have an Amazon movie off the top of my head. Shows I can. I can't think yeah, of I can think of Amazon shows, but I'm sure if they did this though, like they would ramp up their film production department oh, like yeah. they did. Um, I'm get... sure they would they would have a plan for that and not they their budget would probably quadruple for that. Yeah. I almost yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind it. I mean, I mean, you don't have to see it. So that's the thing. It's not like you're being forced to see it. So, I mean, just giving you more options, I guess. Yeah. I mean, 
I wouldn't care if. I mean, I don't. I don't have like some loyalty to AMC. I only yeah. like AMC theaters because of the A list thing. Like, if you told me tomorrow that the NCG Cinema had the same deal for the same price, I would probably do that. Um, even though AMC, I guess, right now is the closest theater. Yeah. I mean, but I I like NCG Act. Like, it's it's a good theater. Like, I love the extreme seats. I love the the cheaper prices for snacks and stuff. It's just, you know, small. <laughs> this is big stuff. Uh, Barstool Sports is in a feud with Call Her Daddy, a popular uh, sex pot, sex and dating podcast. From is this been ongoing, huh? Has this been ongoing, or is this a new thing? I mean, it's the drama has gone on over the past month, but Dave Portnoy recorded. A 30-minute vocal conversation of him talking into the mic, and he posted it on the Call Her Daddy podcast feed of what's going on. Because, like, for the last month, like, Call Her Daddy hasn't released any new episodes, and everybody's been like, "What's going on?" Really? Um, there's been like little, there's been like little tidbits on social media about. Just little shits here and there, but we haven't gotten a clue yet. And Dave like just came out and just basically just was like, "This is everything that's going on." So, so yeah. So on Sunday night, Barstool founder Dave Portnoy took over the Call Her Daddy podcast and dropped an episode where he confirmed everything that was rumored. In my quote. In my 17 years of doing this, I have never dealt with anybody as unprofessional and disloyal and greedy as these two women. Cooper and co-host Sophia have not recorded an episode since April. It has since been revealed that the two were trying to break their barstool contract to take on a television and book deal worth millions of dollars. Wait, wait, pause. They're associated with Barstool. I did not know that. Yes. So Alex, the main host, she created the name Call Her Daddy, recorded like maybe five episodes, and then Barstool caught on to it and was like, We um, want uh, he went, he went, he did he gave all the specifics. So but but basically Barstool wanted to acquire the IP Call Her Daddy. Yeah. Um, and they were really resistant at first because, you know, in case they ever wanted to leave in the future, Barstool would then own their property, name, yeah. you know, their name. So um, it was revealed on the episode that Portnoy gave them raises. Um, and within the first year of the show, the first year of this podcast being on the Barstool Network, guess how much these two were making, dude? They were making two hundred thousand apiece. Alex, the main host, was pulling in five hundred and six thousand dollars a year, and Sophia received six hundred and forty-one thousand dollars. What the fuck? They went from unknown talent to these are all quotes making close to half a million dollars a year. Uh, the women were complaining to him that they were underpaid. What? A few months ago, the duo wanted to renegotiate their contracts. Their lawyers sent Barstool a list of demands, including $1 million salary guarantee for each. 
They no longer wanted to be barstool employees and they wanted 50% of all money earned from the brand, merch, and ads. And they wanted to own the IP, call her daddy. So essentially, they wanted to take it all and let barstool have nothing. Yeah. So they wanted to use barstool to get them there mm-hmm. and sign a contract to get them there and then take it all back. Yeah. Essentially. Doesn't really work that way. That's exactly. It's just um, not. They're famous because, like themselves, I'm sure that, I mean, they probably could have, you know, built it up. But let's be honest, Barstool is the reason that they, that they are where they're at. They gave them a platform to be able to, to be able to, to do this. Yep. Uh, yeah. I, I don't, that's, at the end of the day, though, they, they signed a contract. Exactly. At the end of the day, they signed a contract. They knew what they were doing. I mean, you can't just be like, oh, uh, never mind. I, I want to take that all back now. Like, yeah. well, not really. Yeah, it's not, it's not how it works. They had a three-year contract, and they started these negotiations a year in. And Portnoy said uh, they started shopping Call Her Daddy around looking to go somewhere else and break the contract. Uh, Just because – so they felt like they were underpaid, and that's what started this whole thing? Yes. Mm, I don't buy it. Portnoy says – Go ahead and take call her daddy somewhere else, and we're going to sue the fuck out of you. <laughs> a quote from him. Uh, yeah, it's breach of contract. Instead, Cooper and Franklin stopped working immediately. They they stopped coming to the office. Portnoy said that the company lost one hundred thousand dollars for each missed episode, and they haven't recorded an episode since April. He offered them a deal. They lost one hundred thousand dollars for each episode. Yeah. Because of that, fuck. How does that? How does that bring in that much money an episode? Endorsing a lot of shit. Most of their sponsors are like erectile dysfunction pills and shit. So it's like so it's, I don't I've ever. I've never listened to an episode of that. I used to listen to it when it first started, back when Barstool first took it over. But um, it got so raunchy, it actually made me uncomfortable listening. To it. I've heard snippets of it, and it's like really, like really raunchy. And I'm like, I don't. Like, I don't want to drive to work listening to this. No, no. Uh, He offered them a deal that would guarantee he offered them another. This is another deal. He tried just to get them to shut up. 500,000 each plus bonuses. He would also knock off six months off the contract and let them walk away with the IP. He estimated that the deal, which paid them both equally, would net millions it was a no-brainer deal, said Portnoy. Yeah. He's, he's he, honestly hurting himself at that point. He didn't hear uh, from them for days. Uh, however, Alex begged Sophia to take the deal, but Sophia uh, started dating HBO sports executive Peter Nelson, uh, which is a dude that is like painfully like funny-looking, and Twitter has been making fun of him all day today. Um, uh, Sophia's new boyfriend the HBO executive uh, brought in all of these lawyers and is openly shopping call her daddy Um, HBO and Barstool have had a ongoing feud with each other for years because of a piece that this dude published on HBO's Real Sports. That that's the dude. Yep. 
a source to Sophia. She said she was willing to take Portnoy's deal. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Portnoy claimed he offered Franklin her own show, but she declined. Alex Cooper may yet return to take over the original show, but a lot is in the air. Quote, a part of me is like, you know what? No amount of money is worth this. Let's just get rid of them, keep the intellectual property, and start this all over again ourselves. Cooper and Franklin did not respond to the, uh, to the podcast publishing, and Portnoy said there is nothing more to add. Everything I just said spoke for itself. So Barstool's got themselves a, a stupid feud with just a bunch of people that think they should be higher higher paid. Dude, when I heard their salaries, I literally, my jaw dropped. I know, right? Barstool, you got to think that not everybody at Barstool is making that much money. I mean, are they? Is everyone at Barstool stupid rich? Honestly, I don't know. I mean, I... I was talking about this today. This is a tough one, too. What would happen, and it, it won't happen, but what would happen if a, a company like Barstool offered to pick us up, but the catch is that we would have to move to that city? I mean, how much money we're making every month, man? I mean, we're not. We're probably not going to be making five hundred thousand dollars a month, but for should, a year. But, dude, if I'm making five hundred thousand dollars a year, like, I'll move. It's worth it. I thought it was going to be the hardest to get you to move, just because you have like the restaurants and stuff here. No, nah, I'd move. Five hundred thousand is a lot of money. Dude. Like, if, if, if Barstool was like, yo, we already have lights, camera, Barstool, but we're willing to make you guys extra hosts for, let's say. Two hundred thousand? Would you move? Two hundred, probably not. Five, dude. Five hundred thousand is a lot of fucking money, especially oh, yeah. at our age. Holy shit, dude! If I had five hundred thousand dollars a year right now, I would not be living here. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> I have me a house like you, dude. Um, yeah, that's that's a lot. Like that's a lot of money. That's a stupid amount of money. That's so. It, it pisses me off when I hear about. That because people like me, you have to work our ass off, and they're pissed about it, and they're pissed about not making they're, half a million dollars a year, and they are 24, 25 years old. Yeah, how old are they? What'd you say? Mid 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 twenties, twenty five, twenty six, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. maybe twenty seven, twenty eight. But they're nowhere, nowhere near thirty. They're not twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty. Yeah, Dave, if you if you want. We can pick up that podcast remotely. I'll do it remotely for 50K a year. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Think about it. If Barstool picked us up, we'd have to move to New York. Would we, though? I don't know. If they if we could work out a deal with them, we won't discuss this on I know, right? We're not discussing this now. <laughs> we'll discuss this if it comes to it. Um. Before we get into anything more, I want to remind everybody that Prepped and Ready is a service that we have promoted on the past couple of weeks, um, and we're going to keep doing it. Use code BINGE10 at checkout, B-I-N-G-E-1-0. 
1-800-273-1010. It's a meal delivery service that services all of Metro Atlanta's area, Atlanta, Georgia, not Atlanta. I'm sure there's an Atlanta like I don't. There is. You know? There isn't an Atlanta. There isn't? I don't think so, dude. Oh. I think Atlanta is only Atlanta. I could be completely wrong. Typically, I am. So I'll search. <laughs> I believe you, though. I haven't, I've, I've heard of like Orlando. Like, there's, there's a lot, there's surprisingly a lot of like cities in other states with names of other big cities. Yeah. But I haven't ever heard of another Atlanta. Yeah, I don't think there is another Atlanta, to be honest with you. Well, either way, Metro Atlanta area, meal delivery service. People are trying to get fit during this quarantine. Why not have meal prepping all done for you? Binge 10 for 10% off at checkout. Prepped and ready. PreppedReadyMeals.com. Binge 10 at checkout. Pearson, did you watch The Wrong Missy? Yeah. Comedy movie on Netflix. It's called The Wrong Missy. It's, this is T, I was about to say this is rated M for mature, but it's TVMA. It is, I think, rated R. Probably. The Wrong Missy stars David Spade, and he plays Tim. Tim Happy Madison production. Yes, Happy Madison production, of course. David Spade plays Tim, and Tim thinks he's inviting the woman of his dreams to a on-work retreat to Hawaii, realizing uh, that he mistakenly texted someone from a nightmare blind date. Um, we both gave this a three out of five. Yep. Uh, I enjoyed myself watching this. Yeah, it was decent. Um, the, girl, like, the girl got on my nerves a little bit, and that's the only thing that like kind of – at points, I was like, uh, I don't know if this is that great. Cause like she was just like so over the top, like there's no way to look like that. Yeah, it's her voice and stuff. Um, but like the movie was like the story was pretty good. Um, it had a good ending, good uh, you know, it wrapped everything up. I think Dave Spade did a good job. Uh, yeah. it was uh, what's his name? Uh I'm I can't remember his name. Nick Swartz. He was the um the captain of the ship. Oh yes, his cameos are the funniest things, man. Yeah. In, the, in the Happy Madison movies, oh, the, um, Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. God, I could not remember his name. I love Rob Schneider, man. He is so funny. Same here. I Just, wish Adam Sandler would have made a cameo, but um, I know that, that was good. It was a good Netflix movie. Uh, I would never have gone and see this in the movies. No. Uh, it's perfect for the Netflix. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. It's a funny little rom com. Yeah, it's it's got all of Sandler's friends in it, like he said, yeah. David Spade, Rob Schneider's in there, Nick Swartzen yep. plays like his the, I guess his best friend or whatever. Work buddy. There's yeah, there's just a bunch of uh just a bunch of Sandler people that you've seen in like Grown Ups or Happy Gilmore or yeah. basically every other movie. Um uh yeah, it was it was a solid flick. Fun fact, you know Sandler's wife is the woman you know the tall i'm trying to remember who she was you know the guy okay sandler's wife had a big role in this movie oh she's the the brunette right yes the brunette yeah yeah the um the bitchy one that the um yeah what the what they call her the predator or whatever the predator yeah 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 yeah, yeah that her yeah 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 that was adam sandler's wife really i didn't know that so, 
if Sandler's not in the movie, I guess somebody from his family is. There you go. Um, but yeah, solid little rom-com. If you want something to watch, something that you... Or, yeah, if you like that kind of happy Madison, just stupid humor, check this one out. It's It was it was funny. I chuckled a few times, but like Pearson said, w- within that first scene, that first date scene, in the very beginning of the movie, when that chick, like, you know, just started doing her thing, I was like... Yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna keep yeah, this on much longer. Exactly. I was like, I don't know about this. This might yeah. be unbearable. Yeah, but turned out to not be that bad. So yeah, um another thing that me and Pearson had both finished um in the past week or so was the second season of Dead to Me. We did it. We did it. Um Dead to Me is a series if you guys don't do not know on netflix there's two seasons thus far it stars christina applegate uh what's the dude's name i i don't know the dude's name but like if you saw him you would know the dude you know the guy you know the guy that, the boyfriend that's in the show Isn't he smallville is he in smallville yeah, isn't he? Maybe. Is he not? But either way, that guy. <laughs> and um, the chick who plays Velma in the live-action Scooby-Doo movie. <laughs> and Velma. Linda Carlisle, I think that's or Cardellini. I think that's what this, what her name is. Yep, that's her. Linda Car in her IMDb page, the first image is known for Scooby-Doo. <laughs> if you're a celebrity, do you want to be known as Scooby-Doo? Are you on the phone? Uh, I'm listening to a voicemail. <laughs> so, second season, what would you think of it? It was good. Um, I didn't like it as much as the first, to be honest. Um, it was still good. You know, it had a the ending. The ending was good, but it also pissed me off because it just was so abrupt. And, like, like, it was good, but, like, it didn't really answer anything for me. Like, it, I don't know. The ending, like, it was, like, a shock, but it was like, ah, this isn't as juicy as like the ending of the first season. Uh, yeah. Are we doing spoilers or no? Nah? Oh, we can do spoilers. I mean, it's it's been out for a minute, and if yeah, so, watch it. So. Like, I get his brother like being sober and stuff was like a theme through the show, and he like, drank wine. So, like, I get they're like, oh my god, he was drunk when he hit him, but like no one died or anything. I guess the biggest question is what her son's going to do cuz she found that le- he found the letter. Um, oh yeah. And it's going to say like what her friend did blah blah blah. Like I still feel like they can play that off because in the letter it says like you know, I I sorry it took so long to forgive you for what happened. I forgot her husband's name. Um so like I don't know. I, it doesn't say in there like you hit my husband, like you ran him over or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I feel like they're able, I feel like they could probably play that off, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But they, like, I don't know the whole, like where it panned to like the fact that he was drinking and he drove off. It was like, okay. Like yeah. what, what's going to happen? Like, I don't know. Like you said, it really, um, it was very abrupt. Like, like at least with the last episode of the first season, when you see like the fact that she kills him, yeah, exactly. in the pool, and it's like, okay, now what? Yeah, this one just was like, 
I'm pretty sure like this episode ended with that last scene with him hitting them in the last like 15 seconds of the episode. Exactly. And then it just ends and you're like, I don't even have time to process like what just happened and the episode's now over. Exactly. Now yeah. we have to wait a year and a half until we get the next season. Maybe longer because of COVID, dude. I say, at least a year and a half, probably. I keep forgetting that this COVID shit is going to prevent these seasons from coming out sooner. Yeah. Um, I really, really liked the arc that the detective had. I thought that was a really awesome moment when... Um, oh, that was when she was like... Like, I'm going to just be a human being right now and let yeah. you even though you basically just admitted to all of the crimes I've thought you committed up to this point, she basically let her go. And I was like, oh, yeah. like, at least it sounds like in the third season, they won't be running from the law anymore. They'll be probably just trying to figure out what the hell is going on with. Um, God, what's, what's the character's name? I'm just going to scroll. I guess I can scroll down and look at the damn oh, cool character. His real name is James uh, Martin. James Martin. Uh, Steve Woods slash Steve Wood. whatever. Um, but yeah, great. That uh, is dead, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean. One brother. I don't know. We'll, uh, I guess we'll have to see. Yeah, I think I gave it a five out of five just only because. If I were to look back, maybe I could give it a four. I think you gave it a four, right? Yeah, I, gave it a four. I think I was also I need to quit jumping and giving things reviews. You wait quit like five minutes after you watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I liked the first season more, and I liked um, but there was a lot of great moments and and I was genuinely like hooked on it. Like oh, yeah, no, it started, I, I couldn't stop. Days, yeah. But just not as good as the first season, but still an awesome little comedy drama. Dark comedy. Dark comedy. Dark, dark comedy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm excited for season three. Um, I'm not like, I can wait for it. Like, it was cool. Like, even season two, like, I wasn't like, when I, I forgot about it until, like, the promo. I was like, oh, shit, I forgot about that show. Yeah. Like, I had to watch the catch up because I forgot a lot of stuff that happened in it. Oh, I did. I, I watched the catch up as well. Yeah. Um, it felt like it's been a minute since we got season one. I, I when don't even know when it came out. I don't know. Um, what else did you were you able to? Uh huh. It came out in 2019. I said. Oh wow! Oh, I guess you're. Yeah, it it did because it came out around the time Joker came out, and that's when I was in. That's Colorado right. City. That's when I was, yeah, because I watched, I remember watching that whole show in my hotel room. Um, damn, so they pumped that thing out fast. Yeah. Sounds and like they filmed, like, huge hit. they were like, we got to get this thing gumming. Yum. Yum. Before we move on, I just thought I'd get in front of something. So Zach um, has been a stressed boy. He's fired. Since the... Uh, since the pandemic kicked in, so we decided to inevitably let him go. We killed him. So yeah, by let him go, I mean throw him off a balcony. Yeah, he's, he's dead. He's dead. He's dead to me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, Zach is, has been working his ass off helping um, his store uh, deal with the COVID uh, crisis, um, and he has. 
decided to take a step back just until things calm down and he can get a better grip on everything going on. And I don't blame him at all. Um, shit's crazy right now. And I, I went to Home Depot for work last week um, to get some supplies for something. And uh, and I could tell, like, it wasn't his Home Depot, but just judging from, like, how this store was off. Like, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like, the amount of people shopping at Home Depot right now is, like, kind of dumb. But, I mean, we all have our reasons for going. Yeah. Um, all the so, there, if anything, I just, like, felt bad for Zach, knowing that he's dealing with all the shit that that store is also most likely doing with. So he's taking a step back for now. He might pop in and out here and there but he's taking a step back for a little while um if you you still might see reviews coming from him when we post stuff on the socials but other than that you probably won't hear his voice or see his pretty face um for for a little while but that's okay um we told him that we respect his decision yeah and uh he's he allowed back. back at any time he's a member of the never, clan never allowed back <laughs> We changed all the passwords. Yeah, he's he's gone. He's doomed. That was a group message. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so get better soon, Zach. Uh, we hope if there's anything you can we can do, just let us know. You know, we'll do it. Um, like fix your internet. <laughs> get on top of that one, <laughs> <laughs> Pearson. Before we talk about the last dance. I binged the hell out of Silicon Valley. Oh, yeah. It's a good show. I loved it. It's a good show. I haven't seen it, I haven't seen it in a long time. It, it started, according to IMDb, in 2014, which is weird because I thought it started before that. And I it, it, it just ended in 2019. Yeah. Um, but, man, funny show, man. I really good. enjoyed it. That's a really good story, too. Yes. Um, and it had a lot of like really good comedians and stuff in it. Like I didn't realize that's where Kumail Nanjiani pretty much got his start essentially. Yeah. It's low key, like jam packed with like really funny people, like just yeah, really, sure. really funny people. Like it, yeah, the cast is really good and it, they, they, uh, they mesh really well together. And like, you really see like them grow as like, like growing their careers like as your show goes it's really cool it's almost mm -hmm. like watching um uh to me <clears throat> to me it's comparable to like um breaking bad yeah where both like jesse and walter white like they had done stuff before more so um what's his brian cranston other than uh what's his name aaron paul just done like a what fucking juicy fruit commercial or something maybe yeah and uh but like to see them like actually like really grow in their careers and then just like launch after that it's kind of the same way with silicon valley i feel like yeah i i 100 agree um i love how it's almost similar to parks and rec in the way that like in the last like season of parks and rec chris pratt like all of a sudden became jacked yeah star lord um i think and no one really addresses it i think the last season of silicon valley aired before they announced that Kamel Nanjani was going to be in the Eternals. Yeah, like, I think so. all of the sudden was jacked in the last season, and I was like, ah, it's because he's going to be a superhero. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I, I loved it. It was it was a great watch. If you haven't watched it, like check this show out. It's funny. Yeah. What's nice about it is 
I assumed because it was HBO that each episode was going to be like an hour and a half long. Yeah. But each episode is like 25 minutes. And each season is only like eight to nine episodes. So I just powered through it. That's like one of the best uh, HBO shows. That's like that, like Curb Your Enthusiasm. I guess Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Like like older shows, I would, I don't know. I got, for some reason, I, feel, I consider Silicon Valley like an OG HBO show, even though it's not. Yeah. I guess for like our era, it yeah. is because it came out in 2014. Agreed. I agree. Which still doesn't seem right. I feel like it came out like in 2010 or something. Yeah. Oh, so, um, what else have you? What else have you been watching? Let's talk. What until we review? Before we le- review more, what's on the list, Pearson? What what you trying to watch? Uh, uh, I tried to watch. We started this show called. Can't remember what the name it was. It was on uh, Netflix. It was like trending. Um, Is it Hollywood? No, I don't. I'll be honest. I don't really want to watch Hollywood. I heard from some people that it is very polarizing like very controversial subject yeah i feel like it's a real big agenda pushing show so i don't really just i don't feel like watching it to be honest with you Uh um but damn it what is it what is it what is it is man i wish i could erase my memory and rewatch outer banks Um, oh, it's Reckoning. We tried watching Reckoning, and it's just not that good, man. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I found it on um, Netflix. It's about – so basically this small town, this girl gets killed, and this one guy is like a detective, and this other guy is like a member of the community, and they both have like a shit ton of baggage, and I don't know. It's just – Not that good? We watched the first episode, and I literally just – I almost fell asleep during it. So, uh, But it was trending. So I was like, let's try it. Watch that. I want to start Upload, which I think we might start tonight. I've heard really great things about it. You liked it. Um, so I think I might start that. I mean, there's like some documentary. Oh, we've been watching Trial um, Trial by Media. Yeah, that one's good, man. We watched, I think, the first three episodes so far. They're all different stories. I didn't realize that. So mm-hmm. it's actually kind of good. Um, yeah, dude, we uh, – I think we're on the third now I'm thinking about it because the first one was the uh, the guy from the talk show and then the second one was the subway or something like that, right? The tram. Yeah, so we watched – yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the black kids, yeah. So we watched the first two episodes. It's pretty good. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's interesting. And then I'm trying to think what else is on that list. But those are, I mean, off the top of my head and that's what we're doing. So I think we're going to start upload maybe tonight because it looks pretty good and there's really no other movies that look good right now yeah i watched um i um looking at our spreadsheet here um i got on my list currently um i'm gonna try hollywood i'm gonna watch the first episode of it and see if it's anything let me know Um, what you think like i've heard from some people like oh my god check it out but then i've heard from some people like don't bother yeah, so I'm and, uh, that's about the same. That's like the same I've heard. Very split audience. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna try that. Um, Veep. Yes, I started Veep today. Um, also on HBO. 
also like 30 minute episodes. It's a comedy yeah. about what's her name from Seinfeld being the vice president. Yeah. And it's it's pretty funny. It's it's very similar humor to Silicon oh, Valley. You can definitely big tell. Little Lies. I'm sorry. Big Little Lies. I'm gonna watch that. Oh yes, very good. There's two seasons of it? Yes. Isn't that an HBO or isn't that an Apple show? It's um HBO. Is that the one you guys were talking about that was like really, really good? And then I said, Oh yeah, I want to watch that because you guys said it was really good. Maybe. The morning show also stars Reese Witherspoon. So like that's the one you might be thinking of because they both star Reese Witherspoon. What's the Apple? The Apple one is called The Morning Show. No, no, not that. No. Yeah, so Big Little Lies is the one that we were getting excited about. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Because like Emily was talking about it too, right? Yeah. Okay, that's the one. All right, we might yeah, actually might that's that one. To watch. That one's really, really good. Cool. Um. Anyways. Yeah, I watched Upload. We'll get into that after you finish it, but I really liked it. Um, it's cheesy at times, but the show yeah. knows it's cheesy. Because it, it like embraces its cheesiness. It's like you like you're uploading like your your bo- not your body but like your consciousness, right? Yeah. Something like that, so you don't die. So like the year is like twenty thirty or something, and there's you can die and go to heaven or hell, or there's this new option that just says that like you can be uploaded to a pretty much like a I'm trying to think of like like a Sims type thing, yeah, yeah. Um, where your person. You just continue on your life, and somebody in the outer world, like the real world, is paying like a membership fee. It's almost like you de- you decide to be uploaded into this video game, and somebody is not it's controlling you, but like, say I get uploaded tonight, and I go to the cafeteria. Oh man, that is included in the upload. Um, and they give you the stock meal that's free for everyone. Or I can pay like 99 cents to get um, like a pizza to myself or something. So it's almost like a heaven with microtransactions. Oh, but like you're making – the person that gets uploaded is making the transactions or the person that's controlling the person that got uploaded is making transactions? So you're not being – you're you're being controlled but you're not – like you're in control of your own actions but – like it's not like heaven or hell like heaven or hell is free yeah yeah, yeah. it is a privilege and it costs like a yearly fee so like this dude that goes and gets uploaded the main character his girlfriend that has a really rich dad she's paying for his membership but not everyone has an option to be uploaded i think they don't get right real into like the lore but like yes from what i understand you don't have to be uploaded. You can just die and be cremated or and do whatever we do now. Yeah. But um it sounds it sounds like uh when you're like the things I've seen for it and the, like how you just described it, it kind of and the fact you said it's kind of cheesy like at times but it knows it. It reminds me of uh it sounds like Ready Player 1. Like I was going to say that. Oh god, that's perfect. That's a yeah. perfect analogy. Yeah. Um but like kind of like on the opposite side of it yeah it's it, there's not like harley quinns or dinosaurs walking around yeah it, yeah yeah. it's and you get uploaded with all of your memories yeah you, it's as if you just woke up in another world and you had all of your memories 
and you can like FaceTime with your living friends. No shit, really. You can communicate. You're just literally not able to embrace people that are still alive. Like, like he attended his own funeral by somebody like video conferencing him yeah. in. Like it's it's really cool, like the way that the science all works with it. But um, and yeah, super quick episodes. The first episode I think is like forty five minutes, but the rest of them continuing on are like twenty five, maybe even like twenty three. Like oh, okay. it's really easy to binge, like ten episodes. So um, it's good. It's it's it'll hook you by like the third, just because okay. you're curious on like how the hell the whole like. Yeah, it's like what how is this actually working? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um there's definitely hopefully gonna be more seasons of it. Um yeah, I really liked it. I I I remember seeing the trailer for it way back when and I really enjoyed it. Um so yeah, that's that. I also watched a couple other little short things. I watched a new um I'm trying to see if you had any intention on watching. The new Jerry Seinfeld comedy special. I watched that and I watched the documentary from Michelle Obama, Becoming. Yeah, you two both have no intention. Okay, so Becoming is about Michelle Obama's new book called Becoming. Uh, and it's basically, she basically goes around the country and um, talks to people and it, it's basically like one of those, what's like a documentary, like a, it's almost like a Taylor, the Taylor Swift documentary or whatever that came out a while back where it's just okay. like, it just follows her and just shows her like what she's, what she does behind closed doors. Yeah. And it's kind of cool. Like you see a little bit of a relationship with, with Barack and it's cool. Like I didn't mind watching it at all. Um, I don't always agree with their policies, but like it, it was cool to see like how cool like they seem like they actually are, like how yeah. cool people. Um, yeah, and she basically just like inspires young people to, you know, follow their dreams and you know do all that shit. So I enjoyed it. If you like Michelle Obama, which most people like Michelle Obama, yeah, uh, check it out. Uh, but. Other than that, let's talk about the last dance or the last stand. Last dance. Last dance. Did you finish it, Pearson? I did not, but I know That's it happened. Okay, because you probably know pretty much the story anyway. I, know. <laughs> I did not. Oh, really? Ooh. No, Ooh. I, I, didn't know any, I didn't know anything about this guy. Wow. I mean, I knew the famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I knew that, you know, the, the Air Jordan and 23 and the Chicago Bulls. Like, I don't know all that, but I didn't know, like, the real, like, the details. Yeah. The details. Um, so I, I loved this documentary. I gave it a five out of five. I thought it was perfect. Uh, it taught me everything I want to know about Michael Jordan. Yeah. Anything I just want to know more about Michael Jordan. Yeah, um, they did. They did an incredible job on it. Honestly, it's like it's really, really, really good documentary. Yeah. Um, I haven't finished it. I mean, I have a couple more episodes left, but I already knew I'm going to give it a five out of five. It's like it's it's incredible. Um, ESPN did an incredible job with it. Uh, I'm just really glad they decided to finally release it. And uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. 
Um, thoughts on the last episode? Uh huh. What are your thoughts on the uh, finale? Um, the finale was awesome. Uh, it's it its focus was around um, pretty much game six of yeah. the Pacers and yeah, Pacers, the Pacers and the Bulls. Um, and it flashed back and it talked about his relationship with his security team, um, and as well as the, his relationship with. Um, the coach and Steve uh, Kerr. Yeah. Yeah. Steve Kerr kind of his backstory a little bit, which was really sad. Um, If you don't know the story about Steve Kerr. Um, But um, yeah, I mean, I loved it. Like the last 10 minutes was basically a highlight reel of Michael Jordan just doing badass things. Yeah. Um, And like the whole time, like as it's, I won't, spoil it or anything but like as there's highlights being shown like it keeps cutting back to like modern day michael jordan he's just smoking what it seems like like a literal foot long cigar he's literally just like smoking this cigar looking out into like the sunset i saw comparison i don't know if it got put in the group or whatever but like thanos (laughs) it was he was dressed up like mj with a cigar in his mouth and it's like it's like Michael Jordan, the last, like the, the very end of the documentary or something like that. Yeah. It's essentially how uh, Infinity War ended with Thanos, like looking off in the sunset. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was basically that, but with Michael Jordan. But yeah. It was incredible, man. And it showed, um, you know, just what every other episode has shown is just how humble he is. But yet at the same time, how not humble he is. Like, yeah. He is humble to the perfect amount for a guy of his caliber. Yeah, he's confident. Like, he's confident. He's cocky. Yeah. Um, my thoughts initially, as soon as it ended, I was like, okay, so who's next? Who's ne- who next is getting a documentary treatment? You uh, gotta think of like athletes that like defined their sport, and the only two that come to mind are Serena Williams with tennis and Tiger Woods with golf. I'd love to see a Tiger Woods documentary. Yeah, that would be good to see, like, the whole thing with his, like, story, like, full story with his father and all that kind of thing. Yeah, and, like, his falling out of golf and the shit that he went through with his ex-wife. Or... I'm surprised Tiger doesn't have a 30 for 30, honestly. Yeah, I know. It's it's odd. but um, Or even Dale Earnhardt for NASCAR. Like, give us a NASCAR documentary. They have a really good movie about Dale Earnhardt. Yes. My dad loves NASCAR, so I've seen like every NASCAR movie there is. Yeah. There's only like four, but yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. But yeah, man, awesome documentary. I uh, I learned everything I needed to know about him. And uh, if anything, now I just have even more respect for him. Yeah, for real. Um, awesome dude. Awesome series. The GOAT. Yeah, I mean, quite literally the greatest that ever did it for sure um pearson i know zach ain't here but we got to finish this thing oh yeah especially now that we have to kill time until ben gets in here <laughs> we only have a couple minutes cool we only have a few rounds left just the final four and the uh championship round so we're so, gonna die now uh, man we really need ben to go ahead and join or I could call Jordan in here. Yeah, get Jordan. 
this is what happens when, when uh, you are you sure we'll yeah we'll, we'll definitely need tiebreaker <laughs> we 100 will we could just play rock paper scissors but no get get jordan in here i value his opinion Sorry for the silence, folks. Hey, uh, I need you as a, we need you as tiebreaker. For what? So we're doing the final four of the comedy movies. And in case me and Pearson don't agree, we need you as a tiebreaker. Something Jordan, Jordan, were you just sitting outside listening and that's why you walked in? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Ben, he, just, he just texted me. Ben just got in here, too. So, oh, really? Um, ben, we'll intro you in a second. Can you hear us? Just nod. Okay, cool. What's up, Jordan? Uh, Talladega Knights versus the Waterboy, Pearson. I'm going Talladega Knights. Knights. All right. That's a Talladega Knights. Okay, bet. And uh, Step Brothers versus Happy Gilmore. You know where my heart is. I got to go Happy Gilmore. All right, Jordan. Step Brothers or Happy Gilmore? Oh, those are both really good. Uh... Happy Gilmore. Uh, Let's go. All right. So the two greatest comedy movies of all time are in our heads, at least, are Talladega Nights versus Happy Gilmore. You know what my vote is? I wake up in the morning and I piss excellence. Mine's Happy Gilmore. Mine is Talladega Nights. I haven't seen Talladega Nights, so Happy Gilmore. What? Babe. Jordan, are you serious? He just left. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Ben. What up? Oh, hey, how was it? Benji Rays, before we get into you, Talladega Nights or Happy Gilmore? Um, I'll be honest, I'm not a big Will Ferrell fan. Let's go! <laughs> I'm not a new Will Ferrell fan. So... I think he's very, no offense, but he's very white boy humor, which I'm not. All right. Yeah. <laughs> we get it, Mr. Reyes. If Zach was here, uh, Step Brothers would 100% win. Uh, or I'm yeah. sorry, Step Brothers. Or maybe Step Brothers would have 100% won. If Zach I would have taken Step Brothers over uh, Talladega Nights. So we could just call it and say, that unofficially Happy Gilmore is the greatest comedy of all time. Nah, dude, you, we had three people pick it against my one. No, it definitely wins. <laughs> Woo! That's it, man. That's like a, that's a, they're neck and neck. It's Happy Gilmore is a, a really funny, funny movie. And Adam Sandler honestly is funnier than Will Ferrell in the long oh, yeah. run. Yeah. I think Will Ferrell just has the, he filled the void that Sandler left because all of Sandler's funniest movies were like in the nineties. But I mean, his like, but he's still like, is doing stuff and like, he's still relevant. Like Will Ferrell is just kind of like a crybaby bitch. And that's like all he does now. Have you seen that? That's all he does. Ben, you seen that Missy, the the wrong Missy or whatever? Yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. Yeah. 
Oh no, is it good though? It's pretty good. Yeah. Will Ferrell, like um, Sandler's not in it, but it's like the rest of his crew is. Yeah, I only know about it because I listened to Bobby Lee's podcast, yeah. um, and he talked about it because he only has like one line in it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'll probably check it. Yeah, it's Bobby cool. Lee's the dude. Pearson, he's the he's the front desk guy. Yeah, that's <laughs> really? yeah. yeah online. I was wondering if that was him, but I wasn't one hundred percent sure. The very end of the movie. Yeah. He then, said he was only in it because, um, like David Spade asked him, and they're like, "Oh, yeah. whatever." I mean, popcorn. But before we get to the main event, which is Ben. Let's talk about some music that we heard over the past week, Pearson. Okay. Before our special guest, plural, singular. Uh, I think they're coming, so plural. Well, if not, then we just they got like live together. Huh? They like live together or something? No. No. I know if they had like a fantasy house, like all the time. Uh, it's we'll Ado Bello is two people. So technically there's three more people. Okay. We're gonna have a full house. Yeah. Boom. Dope. Um Migos have been dropping songs. I did not know that they released this new single. Um, but they did. Racks too skinny. <laughs> it's a Migos song. It's exactly yep. what you think it is. It's yep. That's Dude, it. Man. You can't lie to me. Ben, please back me up. Taco Tuesday goes. Nope. Taco uh, Tuesday. It's not bad. Taco Tuesday. I got the cheese. You're tasting the Kool-Aid. It's like it's the song's like a minute and 10 seconds, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like, <laughs> like two verses and it's done. Yeah, it's, it's, that's it. It's, it's the hook three times and then like a couple, like eight bar verses. Good yeah, I man, I, I just, I can't. You're, you're done with them. Dude, I, I went and I searched on my phone when we were talking about it. Um, about because I guess their new album or something like that's coming out. And I searched Migos on my phone, and the only song I have is Versace, the Drake remix. You don't even have Migos culture? Have. What? You don't even have culture? No, dude. I so I over listened to it. I don't like it anymore. I hear you. I hear you. Just drop Culture 3 and then just peace out for a while, Migos. Forever. I mean, they'll probably all just do solo stuff. I mean, Quavo's always just going to be featured in every pop song. Did you see the that beef uh, that one person had with uh, Quavo or whatever? Um, Skippa de Flippa. Was that who it was? Yeah. Was so basically, Quavo's a bitch. And <laughs> he, he tells everybody what to do. And all, and the other two are just bitches for following him. All right, I'm about to intro one of the dudes. We have more music. Yeah, but wait uh, till they're all here. Huh? Sure. We wait till we're all here and do it one by one. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'll wait till everyone's here. Zach, just hold tight. Um. Future. High on life. Was it high on life, right? Yeah, high on life. Uh, it's all right. I mean, I like make like four songs off of it, something like that. Yeah. Um, the best songs I think were singles, for the most part. 
That's all right. I mean, it's it was better than the the last uh, album, I guess you would call it. He put out that um, like what is it? What was it? It was like the um, uh, or something like that. It was the purple and orange album cover. No, 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 no. After that, it came out last year. No, no one remembers it because it was terrible. It was like a mixtape, I think. Honestly, I don't remember. Let me look. Um, it saved me. Oh shit! Yeah, the R and B. Yeah, with like Xanax, Damage, Shotgun. Yeah, all that. It was a seven. It was only seven songs, but it yeah. was terrible. But yeah, The Wizard was before that. The Wizard was okay. Yeah. The Wizard and this were about the same to me. They, it's all right. Yeah. There's a few good songs on it. Like, I liked the one that he had with Travis Scott. Pretty much every song Travis Scott's got. I mean, it's usually a hit. Um, I really liked the one with uh, Young Thug, the Harlem Shake. That's That was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, just feels like just overdone. Yeah, twenty-one songs too. Like good, yeah. good Come on. future. He could have he could have taken like five of these out of here and been. Yeah, I mean, been, one of them was a remix, and then like what four of them came out as singles. Yeah, it was all right. My favorite, honestly, was hard to choose. That was hard to choose one. That was my favorite song off the album. I agree. So. Yeah. Um. How about your boy Deontay? I like this album. Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Deontay Hitchcock. Yeah, I really like this. This is his debut album. Um, yeah. It was really good. It was only 10 songs. Uh, I really liked eight of them. Uh, I didn't the one did you listen to the whole thing, right? Yeah, I have all 10 songs still. Do you? I um I mean I technically do too. Uh the only ones like that I don't love. Or the the gimme yo money one. I mean, like, it's like a ratchet club song, and then um, uh, flashbacks was okay. I just didn't like the second, like the the Saint Beauty that was on it. I didn't really like her part on it. And I wish she had a second verse after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like the whole time she was singing, I was expecting it just to be like a little bit of a hook and then him come back. But um, no, other than that, man, like the production was really good on it. Um, I think like every song, like was good like he he you know spoke about some good stuff on there like angels is my favorite song but, yeah that was a really good one i really yeah. liked the one he had yeah yeah um, yeah got money i got money it was funny if anything like it just reminded me of j cole and it just made me want a j cole album yeah he has he has a lot of essence of um j. Cole. he was i mean he uh he was on that whole the dreamville thing or whatever so yeah. um yeah no, he has a lot of yeah j cole essence to him um so i think i think some of these songs were recorded during those studio sessions because like he has young nudie on there who was also in that and then jid and black like all of them were in those all those uh sessions but um yeah it was really good i like i like like me some young nudie he's 21 savage's cousin did not know that until recently yeah did not know that. My brother and sister are like huge advocates of Young Nudie for some reason. Like every like kid under <laughs> twelve loves Young Nudie. Um, but uh, yeah, I think we're I think we're ready to rock and roll. We got all three of our guests in the waiting room. I'm about to intro them one by one. Maybe you want to intro them. Can you see them, Ben? No, I can't see anyone. Oh, I can see them. Maybe just because I started the thing. Okay. Well, what about, uh, you just like intro the song and then intro them. Okay. Yeah. So, 
our friend Benji, of course, you know, he's been dropping songs all for the past last couple months. It seems like every Friday. This last Friday, he dropped a remix to a song, uh, Cartier, right? Yeah, um, Cartier. Uh, Benji sent us a preview a, a little while ago, and uh, I was like, Ben, that's about to be a bop. I didn't know that this wasn't your song. I didn't know that it was an already existing song and you just remixed it. Yeah. Because uh, I searched your name on Friday when it came out and you didn't pop up. And I was like, oh shit, like, yeah. what song? So I went to, I think it was one of, I think it was Zach's Instagram and just clicked the link in the bio or whatever. And that's how I found it. So yeah, Cartier. Um, with Benji and these three. Uh, welcome, Zach, Bello, and Ado? Ido? What up? Yo. Oh. Can everyone hear each other? Can you guys hear everything? Oh. Yeah, I can hear you guys. Bet. So, thanks for coming on, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, for sure. Um, Benji hit us with the idea, and I was like, oh, yeah, let's, let's get him in. Let's talk Yo. to him. What's up, fellas? What's going on? How are you doing? Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess so. Tell us, tell us about you guys. So, like, how did, how did this? First of all, how did you guys get in contact with Benji? Did you guys like reach out to him to remix? Because this like changes my whole perspective on everything because it's y'all's song that Benji remixed. So did y'all reach out to Ben? Did Ben like say, "Hey, I could remix the song"? Like, how did all that work? Yeah, I think uh, I think Benji reached out to us, right? Yeah, yeah he, uh, he DM'd us after he heard the uh, original version because there's we released the original what? How many months ago? Two months? That was February. Yeah, that was like mid February, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And yeah. Then, uh, Sorry, Benji DM. We were like. Benji Reyes, it's a really cool sounding name. Like maybe he could do something with us. <laughs> and he sure did something with it. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. I can't I can't hear what he's saying. I really I can only hear Benji and uh Bello and Ada. You can't oh. hear me. Can you hear Logan? Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Damn. Damn. Yeah, right. I just, uh, hearing my guy. It's all good. <laughs> Benji, you can just relay my thoughts. What'd you say? <laughs> I can relay his thoughts, but uh, no. Uh, I guess before that, I because uh, I made a song with Zach um, a few months ago called uh, "Keeps Going On." Um, oh yeah, shit. Yeah, so me and Zach made that, and then I think around that time he released uh, Cartier with these two dudes. Um, and I heard the original. I was like, "Yo, this song's good. Like, I really like it." And I was like, "I can probably add um, like a cool like EDM uh, like vibe to it." Um, and so yeah, I just I DM'd him, hit him up, and then I think everything everything kept happened pretty quickly. Like, I made it pretty fast. We got the cover up done pretty fast. Yeah, all the pictures and everything too. Yeah, and then now it's out, and I mean, we're getting really good feedback. Um, I'm really happy how it turned out. Um, sure. But yeah. I'm really happy about the song. Yeah, that's really it's really good. It's yeah, one of the one of the best songs you've, you know, done even though you you did the remix to it. Um y'all's vocals on it are really good. Um yeah, it's it's super catchy. It's perfect for the summertime. Yeah, it's really good. Appreciate Thank that, you. man. 
Yeah, man. yeah it's, a, it's a bop. When Benji sent us the the preview, I was like, Ben, this might be like in the top three of the songs you've been a part of. Like, like y'all's vocals. Like, I mean, Ben, obviously, I support your your sound, but like their vocals, like, is what sold me. Like, it's it's a bop. It's a summer song. It's playing at parties. It's playing at pool get-togethers. That it's it's a smash. I mean, that's that's the goal. Like when he sent us his like. I mean, of course, we made tweaks to it after we're, like, changing up, you know. We all eventually came to the conclusion and, like, the final version, like, we couldn't be happier about it. I feel like it's a perfect summer, like, you know, by the pool with your friends, uh, hopefully. hopefully. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly. No. Go ahead, Pearson. What are are you guys working on now? Do you guys, you know, have more songs coming out? What's the the plan? We well, we've been working throughout the entire year. We've been working on a bunch right. of songs. So we definitely have a lot of them. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what Zach's doing. Yo, on that note, get status to one mil right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can you guys hear me now? Yeah. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> no. Yeah, we got um just last week. Me and uh, me and Bello had linked up, and we made like a bunch of songs together. And okay. uh, we, we definitely have like one really promising song that we can't wait to like show you guys. Nice, nice, yeah. that's awesome. Where are you, where are you guys from? From Connecticut. Connecticut. We're both UConn students. We were in the we're in the same fraternity at UConn. So okay, so I, was, I was wondering how you guys all met. Yeah, yeah, through that. I met I met both these guys. Well, I met uh, Bello. At my friend's grad party, years so, back. Yeah, yeah, it was like two, three years back. I was <laughs> like, yo, I was like, yo, dude, uh, you make music? You, like your song turned on at the party, like the DJ put it on. And I'm like, yo, you make music? Like I, I've been like, I've been like making music lately, keeping it on the low. And uh, like, we should link up one time and just like kind of, like uh, you know, just chop it up. And it, since then, we just kind of like, uh kind of just been keeping in touch and uh after I, like i released my song he's like let's do something i guess pretty much definitely yeah that's how it went down so what got you guys into music just out of curiosity um i know you said you guys are both in fraternities and you know what what led you guys to want to start you know creating music um in like early like late middle school i'd say like upper middle school i started making beats a lot Okay. And come high school, I had like dropped all my sports and just started singing like in every single possible choir I could have sang in, in really? high school. And then it was like, come college, I, like I met Bello and he was like, hey, I make music too. Like, why don't we try making something together? And we're living in the same house. So we're like, you know what? We got time on our hands. Let's do it. Yeah. Exactly. And we were making our first song, Love Me Not, which actually got really successful and like went all around UConn. Nice. And uh, oh, yeah, since then, we've just been cooking up a whole lot. Nice. Are you guys like, you guys are in the same fraternity. You guys made the music like at school. Like, is it playing at every party? Are you guys local celebrities? Are you? <laughs> are yeah. You I mean, at, are you performing at like any parties or anything? Have you done anything like that? Yeah, we have. We actually did this one show. It's this big fundraiser. Um, it's called Husky Thon. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's probably what two thousand people there. Um, Three thousand. Yeah, a bunch of people, and uh, they asked us to, you know, perform at, like, I think it was, like, 2 in the morning, because it goes 18 hours of, like, nonstop. We showed up 2 in the morning, uh, played a couple of our songs, performed, uh, 
everyone seemed to to vibe with it and then that's when we really started like catching more uh, more hype and more clout i guess around campus nice night yeah we, we have performed at parties so nice. do you guys did you guys when you started like have any particular artist that you wanted to like not necessarily like sound like but like were there any like inspirations like that you guys were like aiming towards for like your sound i guess um well i mean i kind of always try to attempt to make a new sound mm -hmm. whenever i'm like, making a beat or anything like that like with bellow um we definitely do have our inspirations like lately we've been inspired inspired a lot by like little mosey um yeah, other, like, big, next, like, next we're like inspired by little mosey yeah definitely like just a lot of like like young rappers like young new rappers definitely and um i don't know i've always been inspired by just like melodic rap and all that like you'll never really catch me in a song just like drowned out and everything along yeah. with bella like, bella's trying to get into the melodic rap as well and it's it's a good time dude i've been in that like <laughs> is there is there any like i know a lot of young rappers nowadays catch a lot of heat from society and the hip-hop community from like just being like not rap or you know like trash like is there anybody that like society like has put their foot down and been like no this sucks that you guys like just ride for we had one we, we had one guy remember that bellow like us specifically you're saying or yeah. like yeah it was one guy from my from my hometown and he's i don't i don't know what's with him but he just started dming us being like yo you guys just garbage like he started sending us like gore pictures in our dms we were like what is okay like, but that was just like, weird though that wasn't even like he was it was so random too we we're like i was like who is this dude? he kept sending us pictures of like the weirdest things like this is what your music is i was like Dude, what are you what are you doing over here? Like you know you can just like not listen to it, right? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like, probably, why are you following us on Instagram? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Haters are my motivators, bro. Yeah. <laughs> what's uh what's next for you three in twenty twenty? What what's the quarantine got y'all? Like I assume you guys went home from, from college. What what's it like in, in Connecticut? We're on Atlanta we're in Atlanta, we're on like pretty much the complete opposite, you know, end of the, not opposite end, but you know, like you guys are way up north and work way down south. What, what's the situation up there like? Sucks. Man, we're next to New York. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Connecticut's always been like somewhat boring. Yeah. Well, in Connecticut, there's not, there's not um, a huge music scene right now. There's not someone you can say, yeah, when you can say like, "Oh, he's from here," you know. Yeah. There's not. There, we have annoyed. We have like Chris Webby, and Chris Webby, man, I forgot about Chris Webby. <laughs> yeah, he's a It's <laughs> Like, like we're like us, like Ado Bello and uh, Benji and me. We're all not in the same lane. You know, we were yeah. doing completely different things. I think that you know, as we continue to work on. Um, our craft and keep keep growing i think that we can make a we can try to make a name for ourselves and trying to put kind on the map you know yeah, yeah definitely for sure what's what's next for y'all in 2020 any music plans anything you can yeah the people about so for for ado bella um we said we had like this next track coming out i think we're gonna try to like 
get promo for that, like going crazy. Um, we're gonna hit up Elevator. I don't know if you follow like that YouTube channel, with a bunch of music videos. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna try to get on there and run with that, and then eventually, I don't know if Ada's on the same page with this, but I think we could fire up like a little debut album or something just to get because we only have a couple songs out right now. Yeah, so, we're constantly working on brand new stuff, yeah. seeing like what sounds we like. When um, I don't know, like what could land on this debut album, but it's pretty safe to say that we haven't made we haven't made nearly half the tracks that will be on it yet. Exactly. So yeah, we got you. <laughs> yeah, for me, uh, I'm always making music. I have a couple a couple songs I I am gonna drop soon. They're ready. One's called Wasting Time. Uh, one's called Too Fast. Uh, I got another one called Monte Carlo. Um, Ooh. So it's like th- those are those are gonna be good. Those are kind of like, uh, like kind of up in your face, kind of like just kind of like summer bops, like feel good. And then uh, later this planning later this year to go down to LA for a couple weeks, uh, spend some time with uh, a couple people out there, uh, a couple connections. So um, that that's the word for like late August ish. Wow. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on and taking time to to come and do this with us. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll be for sure keeping an eye out on your stuff. We'll promote it on our Instagram feeds and appreciate it. Networks yeah, and stuff for sure, man. Uh, yeah, thanks for being here. Anything else you guys want to get out to the people? Do you want to let people know where to follow you guys? Yeah, we got um. Well, we're on Instagram. We're now on Twitter and TikTok as well. Uh, for Instagram, our tag is just Ado Bello, uh, spelt with no space, no capitals, obviously. Uh, we got all our links in the bio if you want. Oh so, yeah, for sure. Right. Sir, you can follow me at Zach Kindle. Uh, Zach Kindle everything. And yeah, I just appreciate uh, taking out the time for doing this. You know, it means yeah, a lot. For- yeah, thank you for having us, man. Yeah, happy to have you guys on. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it, guys. Sure. Be safe out here. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Six feet apart. Stay around. Peace out. Peace. Well, there you have it, binge boys and girls. That cool. exclusive interview with Edo Bello and Zach Kendall. I didn't know Edo Bello was the duo of them. I thought like that was a singular person. Like. Yeah, it- uh, on Cartier, it's three different people rapping. If you yeah. can distinguish the different voices, I, I didn't realize that until um, just now. So I'm gonna have to go back and pick out their three voices. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, uh, congrats on all of the the songs that you put out. Are you are are they doing numbies? Are you are you? Is there any of the songs that are? I never heard someone say that. Yeah, they're uh, they're actually doing good. Uh, last week, we um, all four of us put some uh, money and time into promoting Cartier, and then um, yeah, I'm promoting all the other songs I put out. Um, I'm actually about to post on Instagram like a little like montage <laughs> of the bless you of all the um, uh, eight songs I put out recently. Um, yeah, they're doing good. I'm happy about them. Hell yeah. What's next for Benji in 2020? Um, so I'm going to do, I'm doing more promo for those eight songs. Yeah. Um, just They're to get them releasing out every Friday, man. I expect it now. <laughs> that was, that was kind of hard to 
Yeah, I, bet. I bet that was hard. Um, but yeah, I'm just trying to get those out there because I think, I mean, I think like quality wise, they're there. They just, I need more people to listen to them. Yeah. Um, they're there, dude. Like every, every song, like the production goes up like another level and another level. So everything's getting like, it's getting tighter and like just crisp. And yeah, just, it sounds, it, it sounds really, really good. The production's there, man. Yeah. You just gotta, like you said, get, get more faces, get more eyes on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, I'm working on like uh, probably three or four more songs. Um, honestly, I probably could have continued the weekly thing, but I just want to like make sure they're good. Yeah. Um, get cool cover and get more promo down. Um, but uh, they're with you know bigger and bigger people. Um, uh, you know, talking to other people here, like connections, make making connections here and there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I should in the summer I'll probably release another three or four. Um and just I mean I'm constantly hitting up people to work on songs anyway, so you never know. Yeah, exactly. Dope. Yeah, it's funny whenever I show people the songs, they're like, How do you know this kid? I'm like, Well, I mean, he used to bag my groceries at Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> so um went from bagging my groceries to now collecting the bag himself. So <laughs> check out that play on words. Um Thanks for being back on the pod, Ben. We always love your company. Appreciate you. I'll be back. I'll be back to talk about like the more movies and stuff because Corona made me watch some more stuff. Oh yeah, we'll get you back on soon. I'm watching- <laughs> Side note: I'm watching New Girl. Oh, you- that's a good show. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, it's good. What season are you on? Still the first one. Okay. I yeah. like it gets um, really good. So there's like seven seasons, I think. So hold on. There's a lot. Yeah, That's there's a quite a few, but it's good, man. It's a it's a really good show. Yeah. Jordan came in here, made his opinion on the movies, and left his beer. How rude. Jordan's never seen Talladega Nights, Ben. What? Yeah, right? Oh, I saw Scooby-Doo, by the way. You saw what? Scooby-Doo. Yeah, you saw Scoob? Yeah. How was it? Not that good. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't I'm that good. We can watch it. Uh-oh. I'll take one for the team. Sounds good to me. Sounds like it's in Norman. <sighs> oh, well. All right, binge boys and girls. That's it okay. for this week. Go back to your beat laboratory, all right? Yeah. You're not in your basement right now. Huh? You're not in your basement right now. No, I'm in my room. I see. I'm, I, was, I was waiting for the neon lights. <laughs> Follow your art, Ben. I go back to the man cave a little bit. Did you get that from Kirkland's? Huh? Did you get that follow your heart sign in on your bookshelf from Kirkland? <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. <laughs> home goods. Oh, yeah, home goods. <laughs> All right, fam. All right. You want to drop any handles before I kick you out? Me? Unless you want to stay through the ending. Uh, no, I'm good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just follow me everywhere at Benji Ray's music. I'll pop up. Boom. Check out his music. Bye, Benji. See you. Right. See you. How about that? How what about that? Episode? How about them apples?
113. Fuck, man. We're brought to you by Prepped and Ready. PreppedReadyMeals.com. Code binge10. We mentioned it earlier. Say it again. Good stuff. Check them out. Follow us and them on Instagram. Uh, follow us, Binge Boys Podcast. Logan Lewis 96, Zach McConnell, P Killer 56. Um, leave a like on this video if you're watching yeah. it. Yeah, like, comment, subscribe, share it with a friend. We got this all YouTube thing figured out. Now let's uh, let's blow it up. Don't let this flop, as the kids on TikTok say. Don't let this flop. Um, yeah, like, comment, subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Subscribe. Leave a rating. Leave a review. Pearson, are we forgetting anything? No. I'll have Benji tune us out. Thank you so much for listening and being here, folks. Stay tuned for uh, the finale. Listen to your heart. I'm immediately about to start listening or slash watching to that. Uh, bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.